0: I don't know where you guys are taking your mom for lunch today, and I certainly know where I'm going. Guess where? where? (laughs) White Castle. Looking forward to it. (laughs) It's an annual event, be it I like it or not. We are going. Okay. Now, uh, I'm Frances. Uh, Most of you know me, and I have two children, adults, uh, Jeremy and Sarah. And I'm privileged to be promoted since last August. I am a mother-in-law. Hold the jokes, hold the jokes. Uh, <laughs> we'll come to that later. Uh, I have to start from the beginning. I'm the youngest of thirteen, um, and my mom, my mom has three kids herself, and the rest are my you know, the oldest, my half sister, and my mom's stepdaughters. And my mom never went to school. Uh, she grew up in a you know, very traditional household. And because of circumstances, all my sisters went to Hong Kong and my mom took on the responsibility of taking care of them. Uh, my oldest sister is only five years younger than my mom. So she was very quiet at the time. Uh, she worked very hard and she took care of my sisters uh, in, in a remarkable way. She never went to school, but she had uh, she's a very wise woman. She told them, you should not marry this guy. They're no good. And they all listened to her. So all my sisters turned out to be fabulous um, uh, ladies. And they are very fond of my mom, even though they, you know, my mom is not really their mom. Um, so I was raised by all my sisters. <laughs> so I remember going on dates with my sisters. They all thought that, people thought that, you know, I'm their daughters and all that. So I was very spoiled. And uh, they dress me up like, I, I look at the pictures, you know, now. I said, why did you cut my hair like that? Because they all look at me as a doll. Uh, but I have a wonderful childhood because my mom was very uh, kind, very forgiving. Uh, you know, there are a lot of things happened in her life, but, uh, you know, going through a hard time. But she never really said to us, that, you know, you have to be mean to this because you had a bad life and all that. So I shared with, with that with some of the ladies uh, over the years that, you know, she's, uh, now she's in her 90s, I think, because we can never figure out how old. Because her birth certificate says she's in her 80s. But my oldest sister is 74, unless she got married when she was 12. But, so we figure she's in her mid-90s. <laughs> so um, so fast forward. Uh, I was a product of, you know, the 80s. So like I graduated from school. So the commercial at the time was you have a, uh, a, a woman wearing a business suit, carrying a baby in front of her with a fine pen in one hand and briefcase on the other. So I thought that's me. All right. so, but for some circumstances, you know, George shared last year that we lost our first um, baby when I was uh, 26 years old. I was working in World Trade Center, 101st floor at the time. And um, then I said, you know, I said to myself, maybe I'm not supposed to be a mom. Uh, I was eight months pregnant, and, um, you know, all of a sudden the baby had no heartbeat. So I said to, I said, I have a little conversation with God. And I thought of the mom in the Bible, Hannah, uh, uh, Samuel's mom. And she, didn't, she, her husband had another wife. That wife had a lot of children. She just couldn't have any. So she said to God, this is from 1 Samuel um, chapter 1, verse 11. And she made a vow saying, O Lord Almighty, if you will only look upon your servant's misery and remember me and not forget your servant but give her a son, then I will give him to the Lord for all the days of his life and no razor will ever be used on his head now my conversation with God is not that profound. I did cut Jeremy's hair. Uh, <laughs> so, God gave, so God realized that no, Francis, you cannot have it all at the same time. It's me who is planning your life. It's not you planning your own life. So, and, and I said to God, if you allow me to be a mom again, I will stay home uh, to raise the child. What was I thinking? Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I'm not a very domesticated person I cannot cook anything to save my life Uh, but God says okay that's what you said to me then I became pregnant six months later and that's uh, Jeremy Uh, he was the most difficult baby on earth Um, so (laughs) so I said what what is this lesson that I have to be learned Um, but anyway I I stuck through it I stay at home uh, and then three years later Sarah came and, and as they were going up, I became a very, um, what's the word, not controlling, but very par- paranoid kind of uh, a mother. Uh, because I lost one, and then as they were going up, nine eleven happened, and if I had continued to work, it would have been me dead. Um, but I, you know, God has mercy on me that, you know, you said that to me, then you stay at home, and, and all of that. I remember... Um, after 9-11, our school district would not have field trip outside of Long Island. So all the kids were, like, very confined in, in, uh, um, in, in the area. And, and then I became paranoid, more so. And I remember one time Sarah was probably in sixth grade or fifth grade, one of those. So she wanted to ride her bike to visit her friends down the block. I'm like, no. And she's begging me. I said, okay. Then I was driving my car following her <laughs> until she gets to the, to the friend's house. And then after a while, I'm like, this is crazy. And, and you cannot do that. And I, I also, you know, thought about the, the mom in, in the Bible, Sarah. I don't know where, where she was at the time when Abraham took Isaac to the mountain to, for sacrifice. And she didn't stop him. Uh, maybe she was following them. Uh, But then, you know, it's God's, God wanted Abraham to do that. She did not. So I I said, maybe I should do that. Let them go. Let them make their mistake. Let them, you know, be independent. So I can always have them at home. So I will feel so good. But then I will be shortchanging their life, the the chance for them to make mistakes. So I said, I, I, uh, I held my breath and I pray for them every day. So all my, both of my kids went far out to college, uh, and they've been everywhere. And, and I have a daughter who cannot stay in one, one uh, state for more than a year. So she's been everywhere. So all I can do is to pray for her. Uh, I think that's, that's a lesson that God wanted me to learn, that just uh, let, let me take care of them. All your job is to pray for them and uh, show them that you love them. So that's uh, my, my story as a mom. Uh, now, uh, I am a mother-in-law, uh, very privileged, very nice girl, and it's a new, whole new lesson to learn. Uh, pray for me. Um, so I would say the right word. So go, go back to my mom. Uh, my mom now, she's in her 90s, I think, uh, but she has developed dementia for quite a few years. And I, as I said, she was very quiet. She didn't say much because she was working really hard. And now be, with her dementia, she started talking a lot. And sometimes she makes no sense. Um, so my, my prayer is like, my, God, why? Let her be well. But God said, no, 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 no. Let her talk because she didn't get to talk when she was young. She was just working so hard. Let her talk. And through the talking, I learned a whole lot about, you know, her childhood and all that. Some make sense, some doesn't. But, but uh, God said, you know, it's, it's her time to talk. All you can do is pray for yourself that I would have, you know, I would have the patience and that I would have the love for her because she was so kind to everyone. So, so I am still learning from my mom. I go to see her twice a week, uh, you know, giving her bath and all that. You know, it's during that time it was just all the funny things would come out. And I, I'm also blessed with a mother-in-law. Now, people say, mother-in-law? Yes, I have a fabulous mother-in-law. Last night we went to see her. She's, you know, getting a little older too. And some of you know she took care of my father-in-law uh, while he had this stroke for 20, 20 long years. Never complained once. And I said to myself, I have two fabulous women as examples. What, can I, what, what, what more can, do I want? Um, so every day I look at the two of them. I'm very blessed that I'm a mom, I'm a mother-in-law, and I still have my mom, and I still have my mother-in-law. So all these lessons that I learned from them is just tremendous. And so sometimes I look at myself, and uh, I was a stay-at-home mom uh, for a little bit, for a little bit, for a long time. I'm, even, I'm still a stay-at-home mom. Uh, sometimes at the beginning, I feel very embarrassed. People look at you as, what do you do? I'm staying at home. They Either I would think that they think I'm lazy or I'm stupid, one, one way or another. But no, I think that the, the most important thing is um, that we know who, I know who I am, what I do for my children, and I, I do the best that I, I know how. Tell you a funny story. <clears throat> one time people actually asked me, Uh, You're a stay-at-home mom. Have you ever worked? Have I ever worked? Um, I couldn't even answer. I said, well, when people hire maids and nannies, do they work? And this is me, and I don't even get paid. So for those of you, when you see a stay-at-home mom, give them encouragement because nobody would say, very few people would come up and say to them, you are a wonderful mom. So please do, do that. And another funny story, some of you know Ego, right? I don't, mind. I don't think he mind. So one retreat, we were walking along. You know, he had just gotten his uh, uh, green card with the genius visa, right? F- wonderful, intelligent guy. So we are walking along, and Ego says to me, Francis, so what do you do all day at home? Some of the people are like, oh, Ego, you said that. And I look at George, he was turning green. George know there will be blood. And I'm like, Angle, didn't you just get a genius visa? You ask me what I do all day. <laughs> but anyway, it's a, it's a joke. So, again, for those of us who are stay-at-home mom, we would welcome words of encouragement. A little pat on the back and say, you know, you're doing the best you can. Uh, sometimes it's not the most fabulous job, but uh, that's, you know, like I said, we do the best we know how. Um, so... Uh, uh, Lastly, I like to you know I was just watching the video. They said spiritual mom. Um, I we are very privileged to have the opportunity to teach most of you Sunday school. And yesterday we went to Carlos's master uh, graduate graduation. We were so proud because he called us and George and Francis. Would you like to come to my uh, graduation? So of course we want to because I remember when she, he before he proposed to Shandra, Shandra says to Carlos, you have to call a few people to ask for their blessings first. I think they called you first now. And, we, you know, George and I, uh, he called like at the middle of the night. Um, so uh, we, we consider them as our spiritual children because they respect us that much. And, and even yesterday, Jeremy was supposed to take me out to uh, lunch for Mother's Day. I said, no, 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 no. You know, your, your, your adopted brother is graduating. I'm going there because he asked me first. So we were there and we were so proud. We were we just like proud parents. And Daisy was with us. We were so proud of her as well. Um, so, like, I remember uh, our um, elder, David, says he doesn't like children. Remember, he said that? I don't like children either. But I think God has a great sense of humor. He says, S- Francis, since you said that, I will give you a life sentence of teaching Sunday school. <laughs> so, okay, I have been teaching Sunday school. I think it, it will be a life sentence. So, so okay, so, so, I mean, I- then I realized what I teach, what I say, my action and my words have a- are very important because you guys are looking at us as an example. And we, we are very privileged that we get to teach um, a few of you. So, so I think that's the job that, as I go on, that God wants me to do. Uh, being a Christian mom, not only I have to take care of my own, but all of you and others' children as well. Um, so one last uh, little funny, funny thing. So we have Alpha on Wednesday. So again, I'm privileged to be sitting with the young people. And they crank me up. Okay? Okay. So Gabe, uh, I think we were talking about dating or something. So about of my experience, I said, oh, my pastor actually told me, you know, the first guy that I dated, no, 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 you shouldn't, you know, no, no good for you. So Gabe was very like, so Andy Francis, when I date a girl that you don't think is right, would you tell me? And I said, Gabe, of course, absolutely, Gabe, I would tell you without even you being asked me. So that's what I, you know, I want to be a a quote-unquote a mom that has influence on others and people would come to ask a little advice and I continue to learn from my mom and my mother-in-law for their wisdom. So I'm very blessed. Thank you.